3: visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. The Nikki Glazer podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. The
4: Nikki Glitzer podcast. Ooh, Here's Nikki.
5: Here I am. Hello, it's Nikki. Um, what a little bop that is that that Anya wrote. Damn. I don't appreciate it enough. What a you do. What a genius she is. I appreciate it. Yeah. Taylor's here. Brian's here. Noah's here. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. Um, yeah. Anya just like busts out. She She's in the songwriting group. So she oh writes gosh. songs every single week. They get like a, a prompt. We should do it for, for comedians, Brian, where you have like a word or two and you have to write a joke around it.
2: I used That's to do that idea. back in the day, and it's just it doesn't work. It's not productive. <laughs> it you ha- I used to be called the five by five, and there was some pretty pretty good names in this five by five group. Okay, and um, get, get, would, let me
5: let's name some names. This, this is like the Epstein list. We have to like, um, yeah, assume.
2: Bill Clinton. Um, <laughs> he was Bill will Bill release it. Today. Yeah, and, he, he, and David Copperfield. Jokes. Yeah, oddly enough, no one's talking
5: about him being on that list. <laughs> I know
2: he made he himself disappear. A- yeah. Oh, look at that same joke, opposite end.
5: Damn, <laughs> Damn it! Right. I didn't me. make the joke because I've made it so many times. Every time it comes yeah. up, I go, oh, he must not be that good. He can't make himself disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
6: I was clever. <laughs> uh,
2: he's, we all uh, do. But uh, no, though. Michelle Wolf was on the five x five. Mm. Um Alice Wetterland from Silicon Valley, uh, Matt Coff who is uh, writer for the Daily Show for years. Oh, these are great years. names. Michelle yeah. Wolf, can
5: I just bookmark really quick and just slide in and say she was the first person I ever knew who had to quit FroYo?
4: <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> Cuz I have a fr- FroYo you know, is an addiction. Anya's been addicted to it before. I've been addicted You've been to addicted. it. Um it's been like the only thing I eat all day. I'll eat it for every meal. Like I've gone through stages in my life where it's the only thing and she was the first person who we used to Michelle and I used to go get froyo together. That was like our thing, and she was the first person to be like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't eat that anymore." And I was just like, "What? Well, wait, what?" She's like, "Well, we can go do something else." But I was like, N- "How? What do you mean you don't eat anymore?" Like this is <laughs> it's twelve hand th- wait sixteen handles. Yeah, that was the name of the place mm, in New York. Yes. Sixteen handles. That was our yes. thing. But she quit it, and I really respected that. And I it's also like respect
2: episode where it's just yes. it's not as healthy as you think it is. Mm-hmm.
5: No, it it is in moderation, but sure. if you're eating it Daily. constantly and it's all you eat, it be, it's it can be like, you know, lowly caloric, but it's not good for you to only eat that. Do you remember the <laughs> topics
4: you put on it? Did you have? Like yeah, a I just like to?
5: sprinkles and Rice Krispies and coconut mm. would be my ideal, but if I was trying to be anorexic it would be Rice Krispies and then sprinkles I got really into, but then you get obsessed with the sugar and you go, I can't have any sugar and there's no like sugar-free sprinkles. It's all... It's yeah. It's it's not good now. I, I I avoid. I don't crave froyo like I used to. But it used to yeah, be. Yeah, used uh, to be a
2: froyo fiend.
5: Oh, remember on Not Safe? Like
2: it,
7: yeah,
5: that's like when you know you have an eating disorder when everyone knows about it and everyone like <laughs> everyone is just operating around it and everyone normalizes it. <laughs> like yourself. no one's like Nikki. This is all you eat. They're like go get your froyo. Yeah, it's like, time again <laughs> because I was the boss on that show. So everyone sure, I'm sure everyone's whispering about like this is not normal, but like, it was just, um, it was just so... At least it
2: was Froyo. It was like, Nikki, go get your meatballs. I think it'd be a little more embarrassing.
6: (laughs) Or your one carrot or something. Yeah. Yeah. People probably think like, like, ice cream's fattening or something.
5: That one's hard to do, the carrot one, when you're not eating, that one's hard to like... Uh, operate with and like have a full life to like get away with not eating around people, but yeah, when you
2: too big of a when crunch. you can
5: lean into it, like I'm just a froyo <laughs> maven, and I remember <laughs> s- s- I remember Tim Convy, Chris's brother, made a joke that the size container that I get for froyo is like. If you flipped it over, it would be like what uh, like lion tamers use. That's what I was going to say. What a bear would dance on. <laughs> yes.
7: It was these what? giant
5: contagious. And I remember I cried secretly to Chris about it being like, Tim made a joke about my froyo, And like Chris was like, why are you crying? Like we always make jokes about your froyo, but it's oh. like, he didn't know the under like all of the yeah. bullshit underneath all the shame of like, mm. this is the only thing I eat. And like, n- it's, it just sucks when you're, thing that you are addicted to that's ruining your life no one notices it because it's like a big mm-hmm. joke or whatever you know like yeah. it's just so and you do it to yourself it's no one else's fault uh, but you don't really do it to yourself because there's no free will but go back to your the joke group
2: <laughs> taking the bookmark out uh yeah. michelle wolf bookmark yeah, yeah. so it's called five by five because we would do um five jokes um every week i don't remember if it was every week or every day but that's why it's called five by five. oh five jokes every day for five days a week so monday through friday oh that's a, a
5: lot though and it, dude, it could just, just be saying, premises one one it could just,
2: and then we'd toss things out and we'd all reply to each other and discuss like oh that premise is really good or here's a text was it a that. text chain it was email oh okay on email and it was um i don't think i it, it got you thinking about jokes but other than that i don't think it really helped anybody all that much it was just like oh i gotta do the five by five and then you would just poop out some shit joke. Like, <laughs> what if uh, dogs could talk? And it's just I like, that's I one. I think I would be
5: good at it. I would I love think I it. Would, I think I, I would it? operate well in this. I think I want to do the five by five. I think I'm going to. So who
2: think, would be in your five by five? What's I your think two you, your top Ari.
5: Like people who I'm not embarrassed to be unfunny around. Because that's mm. the thing is you're going to be unfunny. But I also want people who I respect comedically, who I know respect me. And so I have to keep that respect up. Like I learned yesterday in my voice lesson, I was playing this new song that I'm working on. And um he was like, This is really interesting. Like he was like laughing at the lyrics. He was just, he's always bowled over by like the songs I bring in because he's just like, What is she saying in this one? Like Taylor Swift lyrics, he'll just be like, Wait, what are we talking about? So the song I did was by the mountain goats, and I love it. It's called No Children. Have you ever heard it? Mm-mm. It's just, like, this really upbeat song, but it's really about um, a couple, like, breaking up and how they want to stay together, but they're also, like, they hate each other, and it's just—but it's all done. I love the paradox of, like, a happy song, and it's so dark, and so the the chorus is like, I hope you die, I hope we both die, and it's just all about just hoping the person dies, but also wanting to stay with them, and, like, I hope we— I hope we hang on past the last exit. I hope it's already too late. So it's like, I hope we hang on, but I also hope like we're doomed and it's already too late. So it's just this Mm. juxtaposition. Anyway, I sing the whole song and he goes, he's just like, every time you sing, like I, I went through it two times and he goes, every time you play it, like I keep hearing new things. This is this song is bonkers. (laughs) And so he's like, I need to record this. So he's like, I want to record you. He was like, I got to play this for Angela, his wife later. He's like, I got to play this for her later. She's going to love these lyrics. This is crazy. So he records it. And then suddenly I'm like, really much better. Like, Mm -hmm. because he's recording it. And then he goes, and then I kind of fucked up, but then I go, can we do it again? I record it again and it's even better. And then I fucked. And then I go, let me try to get one more time. And he, at the end of it, he's like, I think I just stumbled onto something with you. When you are forced to perform and like, it's going to be record, you step it up
7: Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, more
5: so than just in front of me. And I was like, yeah, I think that that needs to, I need to um, implement that more in my life to have results of like the pressure, which,
4: you know, is not a new concept whatsoever, but that's why I think the five by five might work for me. Can I Mm -hmm. add an idea to five by five? Yeah. Why don't you guys give yourself an end date? so that no one feels guilty about dropping out and more and people want to participate because there's a Like a dry a January
2: day. or something. You do like well, a I kind funny of February.
4: Like,
5: I, I kind of like the idea of if you don't do it, then you're out of the group. That's what Anya's group is like. If she doesn't turn in a song, you get kicked out. And I'm sure there's forever? like- Forever? Not forever, but like Ooh, you got to really earn your way back in and be like, I'm really going to stick with this because it's not, yeah. this isn't just- Everyone has to, tr- that keeps it honest so that you have to turn in crap if crap is all you have. Because that's the whole point of it. Yes. If you don't
6: do it, then. And why there's be an in excuse
5: it? for turning in crap because you're like, I had to turn in something or else I get kicked oh, out of the group. Right, so you okay. have like a little fallback. So I kind of like that idea of like, you can miss two weeks or whatever it is, but then you're out. I kind of like that, maybe. Um, yeah,
6: but well, that- also having a de- being able to. But a song is so much harder. I mean, I could think of a thousand jokes a day and just give one.
2: I challenge wow, you Taylor. to come up
6: with a thousand jokes. Oh yeah, jokes I, in a I mean day. they might not be good to you, but, <laughs> but I think 1, I think songwriters. Yeah, if I was trying, Taylor is really funny. Uh, Taylor is really funny. Look at my notebook. I write. All, I have a note. Will you give me some jokes, girl? It's this I big. Mean, 1, I'm not 000 joking. 000 Why don't you ever pitch me jokes? Day? What are you doing what with do that? What pitch you joke? I, I just say it.
5: Yeah, you just like write. You go. I think you could make a joke about this, and then like. I would pay
6: you for that Uh, stuff. Okay. I'll get out my dictionary.
5: Yeah. You gotta (laughs) do. You should pitch me some jokes on the podcast. I'll, I'll bring it. That would be so fun.
2: Yeah, because I, no I no would love dictionary.
5: some. I just sometimes I don't think brain, we're grasping how
2: much 1,000 is. I mean, that is so okay, many Okay, that,
6: I, that's I, obviously an I exaggeration. That's,
5: a joke. that's her first. I joke. think, yeah, the joke one. is,
6: <laughs> I'm a liar was, <laughs> the, was just being exaggerated. 100. 100.
5: Okay. A a hundred, I could okay. do it.
2: I could see 100. They might
6: be stupid, and then I but wouldn't songs, have any for the next day. But. I think it's similar. The only thing about jokes is that
5: songs have to have a verse, chorus, like sometimes pre-chorus Bridge Like it, it just a has melody. to have So many parts to it Yeah I mean a I joke, guess you can write A little up, jingle punch, You can write j- tag. But I asked Anya Like do you have bridge. to turn in Do you have to turn in Like a whole song And she was like No sometimes it, my song's Only two minutes long. I don't really know What that
6: means <laughs> But like sometimes She writes shorter songs, songs Good songs are only two minutes Yeah I mean Eric Clapton Really? Is the master of that yeah. What? <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix too
5: Really? Eric Clapton is the master Of yeah. two minute songs? Yeah I didn't know Cream. that. Cream, okay, and yeah. I, I there's no rules. Tom Petty, really, except that, yeah, I have to write a song.
2: It's only those who break Wednesday. the rules that truly succeed, is what I'm finding. You had to bend is that a the joke? rules. Hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> People who this is this is like the theme of Fargo in the first season of Fargo, where it's like the, the main character is following all the rules and he's not succeeding, and Billy Bob Thornton's character is breaking the rules and getting to do whatever he wants. And that's the question. It's like, do you, if you follow all the rules, will you just become this like weak little uh, person who's getting taken advantage of? And if you break the rules just enough with a good moral compass, you wind up succeeding. This is why people who are narcissists, they just steamroll and become the president. Because they
5: don't have that self-doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's true. Whatever. Uh, it's kind of goes into this. Did you see that clip going around some, a bestie sent it to me and said, I think you've referenced this, but you didn't know who it was, but I believe, I don't know, whatever it is, is it was Rick Rubin talking to, Oh, I sent it to you. You sent it to me too. A bunch of people did too. Like, or, or you did. And then another person. And then this other person said, I think this is who you're referencing, but it was Rick Rubin talking about, um, how you are not supposed to make art for, the Your audience is supposed to make it for yourself. And then mm-hmm. that will be... You don't you shouldn't care what the audience thinks. And then I sent it to Chris and was like, what do you think about this? Because I think Chris is more of the mindset of like... There's a little of both. Like I, Because there's some jokes in my special where I'm like, I like this a lot. And it makes me laugh. But like, it didn't do well. I tested it many times. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like I just tested it that night. It didn't do well. Like, it hasn't done well ever. Do I keep it because it brings me joy? Like, clearly it's not an... The, and the audience is what you that's how you make money and mm-hmm. you should be pleasing them so i'm kind of i don't know how to feel about that in any
2: like, art you can push it till it's too far like if someone makes a short film and it's just it's their ultimate artistic expression but you watch it and it's just like this makes no fucking sense it's just a bunch of colors and shapes and there's no dialogue <laughs> and it's like yeah. now you're just being obnoxious and pretentious
4: but that's your interpret that's what rick rubin was saying that's, that's everyone's your d-
2: interpretation
4: no Everyone but there's, there's someone out there who will like it and there's yeah, more freak. than that one person no, yeah the, aud- that person the audience will find you
2: fine the audience the audience finds you and then you have four total fans yeah
5: no, you're Same so right music. there's it's been like, so many sucks, times where i've thought something is so shitty and i go this person's so proud of themselves for making this choice and it's the wrong choice because it's just even and i'm talking about myself like watching this edit for my special, which I just finished doing the, I think the final edit on Woo! and Brian, you, you oh, gave notes yeah. on it too. Thank you so much, Brian. I
2: just watched it. Can I just say it is great. It, it, yeah, it, it is came great. out better than I thought it was going to Me come too. Out. Me it's too. It's tight. It's tight.
5: Yeah. The edit was, and
2: it looks amazing.
5: The edits really good because we tightened it up. And I mean, both shows were amazing and they would be so nice to have so much more time and fill it up with all the jokes. But do you have a release date? We made yet? the right cuts. No, not yet. Ugh. Um, but hopefully soon. I'll tell you as soon as I know for sure. Okay. But um in watching there were parts of it that I was so frustrated with yesterday. I like I I finished the edit this morning and woke up really early because yesterday I attempted it and I got so bummed out because like at the top of the show I just was making some choices with my performance that I'm just like, why did you do that? Why are you being kuh? like, I made some <laughs> choices oh, where I like, I think because I was so uh, overwhelmed, I literally almost cried when I walked out because the audience was clapping so much were and so, so enthusiastic. Good. I've never become emotional from a crowd in my whole life. And there's been amazing crowds, but for some reason that one would like hit me like a fucking wall. And I almost cried. So then I had to like go to a place where I was like, turn off feelings And so it kind of made the start of the show for me to be – I seem pretty callous because Mm. I'm not smiling a lot because I'm trying to – I had to shut that off right before I began because I was just like, Jesus Christ, you guys. Like, I haven't even talked yet. You're making me cry with how much you, like, love me. (laughs) And so I had to turn that off. And then when I go into my jokes – I'm not like smiling as much as I usually smile during these jokes. So they just seem psychopathic. (laughs) (laughs) So I was so mad at myself. I'm like, why, why are you so cool? Like I'm taking a special, I'm not going to smile. And then I realized you did it because you were preserving. You you didn't want to give, like you were trying your best girl. You're just trying your best and you didn't do it the way you should have. And you give anything to do it again, but you can't. And the idea, (laughs) the fact that I know I fucked up is something. I didn't notice.
2: You learn from that.
5: You, now you'll notice because I called it yeah. out, but I swear to God, I want everyone... Don't don't read into that too much if you're like, she seems like a bitch up the top. It's because <laughs> I was overwhelmed by feelings and I shut them off for a little bit and then I I let it back in and then I start smiling more throughout the special yeah. because... I, as I'm watching those, I'm like, no one likes a girl who doesn't <laughs> smile. Like, you got to be a likable mm. woman. You got to smile, smile more. And I'm like, you
2: gotta take that construction workers' advice.
5: Yeah, yeah. He comedy knows, too. He all knows of those construction dead. workers who care so much. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they know what's best for their
2: little there girl. There are some Nikki Glaser jokes that if you take away the sarcasm and the smile, Yikes. it just becomes a <laughs> Mein kampf esque tirade. <laughs> you should kill it. your friends. Yeah. You should... You know, like, not I only think that,
5: that, you should kill. Like you should it, kill if your. If
6: they're pregnant,
5: yes. There's some psychotic messaging take in here. Friend, and friends, take
2: please your pregnant no, I'm friend joking. and throw her off a bridge. <laughs>
5: it's so. It's so wild. Anya watched the the cut before this one, and she even said, "Like, hey, maybe you can take out this one joke just to like soften it a little bit." And I hadn't seen it, like. i hadn't really paid attention yet at this point and i was like oh no so as i'm watching it i'm like oh i see what she's talking about like this is so if you don't know who i am this is your first intro to who i am (laughs) it's really jarring and so i just want to warn everyone to just stick with it a little bit the jokes are good but i'm not smiling so they seem a little insane but um but the special did turn out great but there was just so many moments of like why did you do that? Like to, Ugh. and I felt that way about other artists. Like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. And so to feel about it about yourself, you kind of realize everyone's just trying their fucking best. Yeah. And sometimes your best, Kamara
2: Why did you had do a, that?
5: I had so many Kamara <laughs> moments. Yeah. Um, but I feel so accomplished that I'm done editing. Oh God, it is must feel good. hell. Mm-hmm. I, I. I I think it's the worst time of my life. It just everything feels unbalanced. I think it's the absolute. It's it's like being pregnant in your last month, Noah. Like is is that what's the hardest month for people? I'm not in my
4: last month. I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, but
5: I mean, like you've done your research. Like you know what's you're in for. What what do people say? Yeah, I guess because they just want it to be over. Mm. Yes, and it's just uncomfortable. Like,
4: come on, let's go. And you don't
5: like the way you look or feel, like. <laughs> Like I don't mean to compare. I'm just trying to compare it to something I've heard is like just always going to be bad. And for me, before I give birth to a special, I have to edit it, and I hate it because you can't go back and change it. You got to deal with what you already did. There's nothing you can do to change it. Nothing. There's nothing I can do to go back and retake it's like those being lines. A
4: senior in high school,
6: mm. like <laughs> last <laughs> it's semester, like senioritis.
5: Yeah, but you don't you have to edit it. I'm trying to. Also, encap- encapsulate the, the the having to look at yourself mm-hmm. mm. and realize you're a failure in all and the ways. We'll look
2: at it with a with a fine detail and mm-hmm. cut out anything that's possibly going to make the special worse.
5: <laughs> yes, and I, oh no, I haven't even looked at the pictures for the new podcast logo yet because I can't look at myself in any other way yet. That's I did a photo man. shoot a month ago, and I have not posted any of the photos or looked at a single one because I've just been, I just don't want to look at myself right now. It's too (laughs) much. But then you reach, you get this over this hump where you, if you watch yourself enough, you start to think of them as someone else. Yeah. And then it gets easier. Whoa. But then it's just, I'm just so glad it's over. And I'm so glad I like it. And it always gets to be this way. So look forward to that. It's coming out. Um, This year at some point and um, and then it's on to the next one and which I want to talk about a bit I started writing this morning um, when we get back after this because I'm on to new material Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh. I don't even want to wear anything in it I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to quince I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater, and I said, Where did you get that? And she was like, It's cashmere. I was like, Ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping
3: and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic.
1: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement.
5: Yeah, so I'm working on the new hour of stand up or like just new jokes. And I was thinking about um, this moment I had with this young girl. I was doing this podcast. G- George... Jenko is that his yes George Jenko's podcast and his girlfriend's Mm. this young hot girl Jean guy Jean guy yeah oh yeah Jenko jeans (laughs) he would look into some of those but he's just the the sweetest guy he's so um he's so great I didn't know what I was in for when I went in but he has this beautiful girlfriend who he's now engaged to but she was talking about being worried um, about a woman following her around a store and she thought she was being trafficked Mm. and I realized that that's just never a fear I've ever had like during. (laughs) Like, like sex trafficked. Yeah, I mean, I should have feared it when I was younger. That's what it
6: is. They just follow
5: you. Like That's a car an, follows into yeah, the car they, in traffic. They Jelaine Maxwell you, but mm. they just and then they steal. They oh, find a way just, to steal okay, you. They track you. They study you. They they kind of they video they videotape this guy, a girl was filming her. How in a old is this store. girl though? She's oh, early twenties. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. And so, but I remember her saying this, and me being like, "Oh my god, I've never." I never worry about being trafficked Hell And I'm not. past the trafficking age Like yeah. I'm out of it You never will be trafficked No It's good ever. to know <laughs> Well maybe to like Clean someone's home or something Or <laughs> raise their kids But like You're I'm still, not getting trafficked for sex still anymore You still be kidnapped for Manny ransom trafficked. though
2: Because of Oh your that's good
5: status. Thank God oh, Well, there's was money Bit there, but don't e- encourage people. No, please. <laughs> N- and no one's gonna pay that. I don't Any press no one, is good
2: press.
4: <laughs> that's <a> good. Point. <laughs>
5: um yeah, I just I thought that was a funny thing to hear a new fear that I could have felt when I was in my early twenties, but I didn't fear that because it wasn't as prevalent or known about, you know, like being trafficked wasn't something people no, talked no about. One ever talked there weren't about signs that. on every ba- bathroom a- a- bathroom <laughs> door. Saying like, "Are you in traff-? traffic?" It's always just like a depressed girl covering. They they cover her ethnicity, even though we know she has a hoodie always. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a hoodie, and they. I, I really hope that helps some people. And you're, I I try to look out for girls being trafficked, but yeah. you do. Yeah, because it's like usually a girl who's kind of scant, not dressed mm. right for the weather is what they say.
6: Mm. Why would she be in an airport? They're really because, flying them on like a commercial oh yeah. plane. And, oh yeah, and they're not going. They're not going, like, help ever? They do. They have hand
5: signals that they can do to... Flight attendants are, like, trained to look for these certain hand signals. Wow. Um, I almost did the white power hand signal, but... (laughs) You know that? What is it? No, it's some (laughs) kind of hand signal that a girl can... And and all the flight attendants are now trained to know what that is. But you're supposed to look with, like, a shady guy or shady woman with a scared girl. And And if the girl... the yeah. signal
2: is you make the you make the white power symbol and then you go uh, the Jews will not replace us and that's the signal to the flight attendant that you that you are being sex trafficked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I that's that, what they're but, doing when they say yeah.
5: that. Um but yeah, why those, the,
2: those guys were all being sex trafficked.
4: Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> malicious at all this whole time.
6: Why <laughs> no don't the idea. women know the the women with them know the signal?
4: Yeah, that's my question. Or you just they do probably right do, here. but you just do it when you they're not looking. Like, they can't look at you all the time.
6: There's always gonna
5: be
4: a time where they might Right. Be, and it's they're just gonna have to piss. No, but sometimes. how do the victims know how to do it? Where do they learn it? Mm, i listened
2: to a podcast about a woman who escaped uh being sex trafficked and she kind of just over time picked it up via message boards and just um you know, there, but if she's there's on ways message boards, you get to the library somehow, the you get on a computer, you start figuring out like, what can I do to get out of you this? You
5: also get left in rooms alone with other girls being trafficked a lot. You spend a yeah. lot of your time from mm. what I've read about it. That I've watched sense. those YouTube videos of like the soft underbelly, I think is what they're called. And mm. it was a girl that had been sex trafficked and she just spends, they spent all day in motel rooms. Uh, just waiting and then they run out another motel room and you just go to that motel room and fuck john's that your pimp has brought in for you and your your john eventually has to go and get lunch or whatever mm. and so you can kind of talk to the other girls and there's there's little ways but man also they fucked. probably
4: have stockholm syndrome where it's hard yes. to leave oh, your yeah. sure but if they're on
6: if they are going to do the symbol and they're on the internet then why don't they just reach out to someone on
2: the internet is what i'm asking stockholm
6: but and because but they're willing fear, to do the symbol, there's also and just f- fear, fear that they'll
2: kill, they'll beat the shit out of you.
6: Okay. Yes. Then that's not the same people looking at the symbol, then. What do you mean? Because if they're willing to do the symbol on an airplane to yeah. get to save themselves, okay. Why aren't they willing to just go on the internet and say, save me? Because they don't have
2: access to the internet.
6: Oh, but that's how they learned the symbol, I thought. That's oh, I we think we the talking. symbol's can, they just can like sneak but out of a makes library
2: sense. or something like that to get access to the internet. But if they found out that you tried to, be saved on the internet they'll just beat the shit out of you or kill you and if you're on an airplane it's like a public spot and like you might be able to get away with it that might be the thought process there like Mm. if i can get out right now on this plane where everyone's around they're not gonna kill me
4: not like a a certain symbol but maybe the flight attendants and whoever is trained to look for certain marks on the body or like just yeah. a certain body yeah. language. I thought,
2: I thought that's what the Scared button was looking. when you press up or <laughs>
4: Yes. Oh for the person. I have I've just
5: mouthed help to a flight attendant, but it's because the guy next to me is listening to his
7: Wait, didn't you have a guy like sleep
4: on you on the plane or something? He was just, I filmed it
5: and it looked way worse than it was. (laughs) Everyone was like, holy shit, what's happening here? He was leaning to talk to the person behind him, but he was leaning into my seat. So it only lasted as long as you saw me film it for. But people were like, if this is happening, it was still (sighs) annoying. and It was funny to capture, but it wasn't the whole time. And I absolutely would have called it out had it been. Um, Yes. So, um, but you know about this, Elizabeth, like Elizabeth Smart. When she was captured, she like went to parties,
4: right? I understand Stockholm town, syndrome. Like, yeah. I was
6: just saying, I don't think they're like going to the library, but and learning the symbol there.
5: No, I don't think they are either. I don't know. We got to get more
4: information on the symbol I work, or what
6: they're allowed to do.
4: I think I already said this on the show, but I used to work in trucking radio, and a lot of uh, sex Whoa. trafficking would be witnessed at truck stops. Mm. So there was this um, organization of women truckers who created these uh, chapsticks. And in the cap of the chaps, they they would give it to girls in the bathroom who they would feel (gasps) like are victims. Like they would notice things about them because, you know, there's showers and everything. Your lips
6: look gross. Here you go.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So they would give them an inside of the cap. There was like a a number like or or like a message. Need help? Uh, Give this Mm. signal or something like that. And it would be hidden inside the cap. So the men wouldn't know. Oh, my God.
6: That's insane that we have to do stuff like that as humans. But that's cool. There's like that Brie Larson helped.
2: movie. What was that movie called? Room? Yes. It's one of those tense movies of all time. I mean, that, that, go watch Room. Before Brie Larson became Ms., Mrs. Marvel, Um,
5: she was Amy Schumer's sister in Trainwreck, the movie I was in. Oh
2: my God, she was. I was in a
5: scene with her. Well, no, we were at the wow. same party in a scene, but I don't think I acted with her. But yeah, we went out to lunch during that time too. I went oh to my lunch God. With Brie Larson. Wow. She's very nice. But yeah, that, that movie Room where she's kept in a, in a room by Yeah, a she's
2: with her guy? son. With her Scary. son, and then they, they she gets and the guy impregnates anything. her, right?
5: Like the, the kidnapper is the one that impregnates her, right? And
2: potentially, yeah. And it's yes. just it's so tense. I can't believe they're able to ratchet up I read that, that much that book, tension.
5: But I don't think I wanted to see that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was really good. But the tension, it's like you ever see uncut gems?
5: No. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard about the oh my tension. The tension. And I hate there's
2: tension. There's a few movies yeah, that are no, just thank you. so tense and then the release of tension you think would be relieving, but it's almost like I got... It's not. Like when the tension gets released in Uncut Gems, it's almost like that tension just follows you for the rest of your life now. you cannot yes. It will Talk never about, be relieved. What about
5: It Follows? Have you ever heard about the plot of that?
2: I love It Follows. It Follows is maybe one of the only... Horror movies that I actually would rewatch.
5: Wait, what about the scene? I don't even. I've never seen it, but I was reading on a Reddit thread the other day. It was like, what are the what screen screen grab the scariest moments in movies for you? And so people were just posting just like a screenshot <gasps> of like these like you know when a face suddenly appears in a doorway. And there was mm-hmm. one from It Follows where a tall man was in a house, and it was so creepy. And oh, I yeah. know the plot of It Follows because it's like there's this thing that is always walking to you to kill you, and you can and and it is always walking at like a walking pace so you can run from it your whole life but it will always be walking to you and it will always find you so you got to keep going which I is really it. not that hard to do is but it this yeah yeah Oh, <laughs> man! With it looks like John, like a giant John Lennon. I yeah. hate it. His it eyes such are so a good big. Movie. Eyes, I is mean, that such a scary scene, Brian?
6: What happens? Oh my it, god! It looks I like Tony well, Hawk. Just, I got the goosebumps, and my nipples <laughs> are so hard. I hate that.
2: Oh that's actually that. That guy is not scary. That is actually Tony Hawk, and they're about to go skateboarding. The monster okay. comes later. It follows as a, um, it's uh, the, it, it's a parable about emerging sexuality. And the monster is um gayness. The, the monster is basically <laughs> like the this your sexuality <laughs> and the fears and really? dangers that come with it because the, it is a, the monster itself is actually a sexually transmitted disease.
5: Yeah, you have sex with someone and then the monster will start chasing them What until they You'd, die and then it goes back to you. Fundamentalist Christian yes. scare so tactic. Can, you hell. can just, you fuck people to get the monster off chasing you but it's then the monster eventually you, gets them and then it yes. comes back to
3: get oh, you. Oh, so it
6: follows da dot da, da, sex?
7: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. But it's not
2: telling you never to have sex, <laughs> it's telling you that like your loss of innocence It's basically like a Mm. symbolism of your loss of innocence and entering this new world where you are now a sexual being. That I think it's more like that. Yeah. You didn't
5: feel different after you lost your virginity. You weren't like the world's I was changed. like, I'm cool. But I, I was, was like totally 20 years cooler. old. So. I was 21. And I felt like, I remember eating an omelet and being like, this is like the first omelet as like an adult. It was like right <laughs> yeah. after. And we, we were barely dorms. talking. We had nothing to talk about after we had sex because he was regretting it because he had a girlfriend. Um, and I could just tell it, everything is shifted. It was the first time that I felt Talk about it follows. You know what follows <laughs> sex? Men being weird. Men getting, yeah, changing so much. Men suddenly not being able to hold conversation. Men suddenly like not really wanting to talk to you anymore. Not really having anything to say. Suddenly regretting everything they did just did. Uh, that was what it followed for me after that. I just remember mm-hmm. being like, this guy mm-hmm. isn't like cool to me anymore.
6: They ain't standing yeah. in a doorway facing mean. you. Yeah, are standing in a doorway get, trying to get but out. But instead of
5: running from it, I like ran towards it that that terrifying change (laughs) um okay so it falls. i love that you love that movie is it but it's so scary right like i don't think i can handle something you know what the idea something creeping at me slowly
2: yeah no that's the that's the
5: walking instead of running no walking so much scarier than running they're always walking they are
2: well now well in like most classic movies the monster like either can can like space jump, and all of a sudden it's right in front of you when it was just across the room. No, or they don't like that either. Do the stupid, or like, cor- yeah. yeah,
6: like yes, yeah, slithering or
5: sc- do, like, scattering on the wall, wall like t- yeah. yeah, yeah, crab. Oh, and then- the, the, the other scene is the movie Hereditary. There was a screenshot of it, and she's in the corner of the wall, no, and you I- can barely see her because it's so dark. I you really, like you have to like l- really look, and you go, "Oh my god, what the fuck is up there?" It's so crazy. I wouldn't see Hereditary it. is the one is the movie that like everyone says. Is the most
6: scarring and insane. Have you seen that, Brian?
2: No, haven't seen Hereditary. Okay, I've talked Sounds about it. Sounds like times I wouldn't want to watch it.
6: No, it's it, it's traumatic. Okay, you, I know it is the scariest thing I ever saw that made me like I slept with my sister that night, which what? never happened. Event Horizon. Wait, why? <laughs> what happens? Oh, in it? it's a ship that goes to hell, like oh. a spaceship. You've never seen no. it? Oh my god, it's so scary. They like mm. recover the. Um, like tapes from the spaceship. I remember the part that was the worst is they just, sh- the, it, the the ship disappears and someone has to go find it. They find the ship, the crew's not on it, but there's like blood and stuff. Everyone's like, okay, what happened? Mm. People, one guy's like pulling his intestines out of his mouth. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
7: no, um, people
6: are like, like chopping each other up. But then when he's on the ship, like he's hallucinating. So the lights are going on and off and then this woman is just facing him. That's his like wife that killed herself or whatever. Oh, so when the lights go off, so, the woman gets closer yeah, as they go on. It's just so many shots of like yes. that kind of, oh just my
5: God. Creepy little it. things. Like even the Blair Witch at the very end where the guy, <gasps> it's just a Blair. shot of him facing the wall. Oh, yeah. There's there's nothing you see, but it's just right. that like really mm-hmm. like a thing that's challenging you to find it in the thing. And like it's, there's a subreddit of like when you see it or whatever oh, and you gonna, like search up a for things yeah. um some of those things to, are so yeah.
2: stupid like i was watching i think it was like insidious 2 or some something and it was like there were this for, this woman was in an attic or a basement and it was pitch black i don't know why she went down there but she decided to go into the pitch back placement laundry
7: Mm-mm. she
2: was doing her laundry and she had to uh <laughs> she couldn't see anything but there was a chance there was a monster down there and so at some point she took out a match and she lit the yeah, match. right. And then of course the monster is right there facing her. Yes. And I think that's just so stupid because that means that like the monster was just sitting there Around like waiting. Going to- <laughs> I can't wait till she lights <laughs> this match. When she uh, she's going to be so scared when she sees is how it close I am. Day?
6: <laughs> and that he's, he's, she's walking, and he's backing yeah. up to be face to face with her, like stumbling over yeah. like trash that's in the basement, <laughs> like the lawnmower, <laughs> silently.
2: If you think, if you want scary movies to be less scary, just start thinking about all the prep and setup that the monster had to do to make this moment happen.
6: <laughs> the monster really works hard. Yeah, like to get under, under beds,
5: they have to like clear out all the clutter
6: <laughs> yeah. first yes. and like put it somewhere like, else with so their breath obvious. and be like. Totally <laughs> yeah. still, they can't fart, burp, or anything. No, like
2: imagine the guy from <laughs> the Saw movies. Like he has to go to Home Depot. He's <laughs> got to get a hook from somewhere. <laughs> you guys have a hook, you know?
6: He's like ur, 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 ur,
5: that takes quite a lot. Just picture them eating lunch. Like the guy from Saw had to like stop <laughs> building a contraption <laughs> so eat he a could like make a turkey sandwich.
2: <laughs> he does a door dash. Eat a salad. My sandwich <laughs> was supposed to be here five minutes ago. <laughs> Picture That's this saw guy victim. like
6: just horny, but It's like I can't, I can't do anything about it right now. Like <laughs> at the
1: Walgreens,
5: <laughs> they have yeah, struggles that really too. Take, that takes away some of the the fear. Yeah, I think the scariest movie that scarred me the most was in eighth grade when Mrs. Cannon oh, stupidly know. showed us um,
6: the day after tomorrow. I've never seen it, but I've heard you talk
5: about it. Yeah. I've talked about it before, but it was like this apocalyptic movie about what if there was a nuclear war. And it was all set in Lawrence, Kansas, I guess, which I didn't even know I would end up going to college there. It was eighth grade. But we were reading this book called Z for Zachariah about the end of the world, like a nuclear apocalypse. And she was like, this would be appropriate to show them to tie into this book. And it was... So just like, like the, the idea that this thing could hit. And then we all are just like skeletons, like, Hey, like it would flash. And then you would be, there's kids like playing baseball and they would just go Wring! and it would be like a, an X-ray of them. And they're like, Wring! and that for whatever reason, that was so scary to me. Like just seeing people in their everyday lives become skeletons. And, um, and I couldn't sleep and I had so much fear and it was probably the the most scared I've ever been as a kid for the an extended period. And then um, I always tell the story. But I remember so distinctly going down to my parents' bedroom to sleep on their floor for the probably 20th time that month. Like, I, spent, I slept on my parents' floor. I'd pull out this gymnastic mat from under the bed. The monster would be there. I'd say, excuse me, can I get this mat? <laughs> and I would pull out the mat and I would unfold it and s- sadly make my bed. And I really remember, that was like the first time in my life, I was like, you gotta get it together, Nikki. Like this isn't gonna <laughs> last. You you have to quit this. Like it was my f- I've quit so many things in my life and had that moment of like this isn't working for you. This isn't manageable. You you gotta quit this. And that was the f- I remember pulling out that mattress. It was so sad. It was like having a drink after you've been sober for a bit. Like I would like you know be able to sleep in my room for a week and then I would go down. I'm like can I sleep with you? Unfold the mat, make the bed, and I went down the final time I ever went down. I opened the door and. I said, I'm scared. And my dad goes, of what? And they're like asleep. And I go, nuclear war. And my dad just goes, <laughs> what? And I go, I'm just scared. Like any second, it could just like happen. There's no <laughs> warning. There's no Little like Nikki. sirens or anything. Like it just will like skeletons. And,
2: <laughs> and it's like, no, he, you won't even be skeletons.
5: Yeah. He just calmed my off. fears <laughs> so much, which was the simplest thing. He just said, Nikki. There is literally nothing you can do about it. And I was just like, mm. and I remember thinking that he goes, what, are, what, what can you do? What are you going to do? Like, this is a guy that Sleeping lived through with parents the 60s, help. you know, like <laughs> Bay of Pigs,
7: mm-hmm.
5: n- Nuclear. Like, he's, he had r- run this one through, I could tell. Bay of, like, of live- Pigs, and
2: that was just the dating scene. <laughs> <All
5: right. laughs> he, he had lived through this fear of like the world ending and there it's true. There's nothing you can do. And it really made me, I just remember shutting the door and being like, I can live now because I don't, I'm not responsible for this anymore. And it was, Mm -hmm. uh, it was so freeing and I can't believe That's what did it. I would have never thought that was what did it. But I don't know if
2: that would have comforted me as a child because of the I the need for control. I think it. I don't know. I wonder if I was that age. If your
5: parents, the people who know so know everything to you, I guess at this point in eighth grade, they were starting to learn that they didn't know everything, but there's still the authority, and they tell you there's nothing you can do. It's like it's my same joke about like I like bondage because I like being tied up because someone's like you can't you, you can't do anything. It's like forced laziness. So like, if you can't do anything, you don't, you are free to not worry. It was like, we were talking about the other day where I was like, I like knowing that nothing's my fault. I forget what we were saying, but there was some comfort I took from.
4: The adoption thing.
5: Yeah. Knowing thing. Maybe it was that, but it was something about not feeling responsible first. If I, if I, if I don't feel responsible, then I can just like let go of it Mm -hmm. and be like, it's not my problem. That's why I like that phrase. Like, it's none of your business what other people think about you. That that works on me when I'm reminded of it,
7: mm. because
5: it just cuts right through it. Of like, okay, well now I now it's annoying if I care. Mm, now
7: yeah. I'm
6: like being mm. a little nosy bitch.
5: Mm.
7: Okay, great. You'll never
6: know anyway, so it's like, why are you trying? Yeah,
5: I like that. That's definitely that. a healthier
2: There's reaction. No like it, when just letting go. like the book you're reading, you've just let yeah. go of your responsibility. Whereas. If that happened to me, I'd probably be like, "I need to get in touch with Gorbachev. I maybe if he just <laughs> listens to me, you know." I, I You'd think write I would a obsessed. little
6: letter, but there
2: I think my dad even ran that through. We can do.
5: He was like, "Are you going to write a letter? Like, you don't even know where to Ryan send it. Like, I think we kind of went through it."
2: Gorbachev every day. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do?
5: I had no idea. Even my therapist, I remember one time said, because I was struggling with imposter syndrome, and I know I've said this before, so I'm sorry to repeat myself, but she, um. I was like, I just feel like I'm fooling everyone. And she was like, how dare you think that? So you think you're smarter than everyone? So you literally think you are so smart that all these smart people, you tricked them? You're so good. And I was like, as soon as she makes it that I think I'm hot shit, I don't feel that way. anymore. It took it away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, like, uh, there's something that soothing about that. Um, Brian, you watched a stand-up special, you said?
2: Well, re-listened, because I don't think... I'm, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's video of this special. I think it's simply an album.
5: What? David's yeah, well, that Skanks for the Memories?
2: No, but close. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg? S- boom, similar boom, year. Boom. Uh, okay, hold
5: on. Let me try to get it. That, what um, was that
2: Mitch Hedberg one called? It's about corn, uh <laughs> year of corn or something. God, what was oh, that? I don't know. That's not That's a ringing a bell. But that yeah. was
5: definitely a, a, a Louis C.K.?
2: No, no. You're getting um, further away.
5: Okay. Well, what was it?
2: Brian Regan, Standing Up. His first album. Oh. What?
5: Really? That's not on vid?
2: I don't think so. I don't. I, I tried to look for it and it was just an album. And I have to say, you got, if you haven't listened to that album in a while, listen to the first 12 minutes of that album. I don't think I've ever heard any recording of anyone crushing harder for that long, sustained amount of time than the first 11 minutes of that album. It is absurd. The people in that audience are in hysterics. It's almost like they need to leave for their own health. <laughs> oh my they're god. They're laughing so much. How do you it's listen just, to every it? Every single Spotlight line
7: calling.
2: is an uproarious laughter. And it and it, and I'm laughing too. I'm not I'm I'm, not, I'm listening to it and usually if people are laughing too much, I'm like, "Okay, chill." Or this is like, I get mm. why they're laughing this much. This is absurd. Just the just the Rhythm and the amount of jokes and the way he, you know, he does his like act outs are so funny and he just piles on the tags. What is the
5: bit? Is it the U2 stuff? Yeah. Well, U2? yeah. U2? Is that the, yeah. the bit? And the yeah. And
2: the setups are so simple because the setup's just like, I'm stupid. And then and it's, it's like, like all the
5: stuff about learning words.
2: Yes. Yes.
5: <laughs> oh, it's so good. What's the I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think there's for a, anything for better. Geese,
2: for, for one goose, geese. What's the plural for moose? Moosen. <laughs> yes. I fed the moose in and in the trees and the woods, in and the woods, the meese want the food. And then he just yes. switches it to meese And it's I remember, like-
5: I remember seeing him at, um, <laughs> God, where was I? I was with Ryan Hamilton. We were at the beacon. We got to go see him. And I remember nearly falling out of my chair, which has never happened yeah. to me at a comedy show. But I remember because he was talking with the word cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to I don't even know. I couldn't even repeat any of wh- what he was saying about it. But just the idea that it's cabinet. Cabinet. <laughs> like we have to do that. It's okay. so funny. Why can't you just say cabinet? Like it's cabinet. Like why do we smell it that way? <laughs> it was so funny. And then he I remember almost falling. Uh, and which has rarely, rarely happened to me. I think it's only happened to me like when laughing with friends. I don't think a comedian has ever made me nearly fall out of my chair. But he's he's one of the greatest of all time.
2: Yeah, that's what I said to Allie. question. I keep telling Allie, I I keep like, you know, she wasn't a huge stand-up fan before she met me and I keep like showing her comedians and I go, oh, this person's like the greatest comedian of all time. And she says, Brian, you say that about every comedian. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, I say that about there's like thirty of them, and I keep keep showing you those guys over and over again.
7: Yeah.
5: Okay. Well who are you who's who's who are you putting in your top five right now? Let's just do my it. My
2: top five right now? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't have
5: to be perfect. We can amend this.
2: Okay. Um just I'll off just I'll the put dome. Top five favorite or greatest of all time, Mount Rushmore.
5: Greatest of all time, Mount Rushmore.
2: <laughs> oh, so then, you know, greatest of all time Mount Rushmore is different than my favorite. I think it would probably be Pryor, Carlin, um, Uh, I think Louis C.K. is up there Uh, Chappelle And I don't know Robin Williams Top 5 of all time
5: I'm going to add Burr and Mulaney to that
2: Oh but who would you replace The Mount Rushmore is only 4 faces No
5: I'm making it bigger
2: You're going to (laughs) expand You're you're going to intrude further into the native land I didn't
5: (laughs) know that Mount Rushmore meant just 4 I just meant it was like uh, in stone that's, I just pictured these are the greatest men's faces To be in stone um, yeah, Joan that's, Rivers I, you know, I'm not like, well versed in prior But I just trust that he's one of the best Because yeah Joan Rivers is up there But like I, You gotta he, give
2: historical significance to some of them too It's just sure. like I wouldn't put Lenny Bruce up there Because I don't think I've ever heard a Lenny Bruce joke That made me actually laugh But <laughs> you have to respect the fact that he was the first one To start really like just talking mm-hmm. like a normal person Okay up there,
5: how how did stand up not become something before it? Be- like it's such a new art in terms yeah, of the history like the 50s of art.
2: Fifties and sixties. Yeah,
5: <laughs> <laughs> and crazy. oh, okay. So I'll, after we get to the break, I want to talk about my mom and I went on a date last night, and I <laughs> saw some of the most talented people in the
3: world. And um, yeah, I want to talk about that we'll right after this. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Girlbomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girlbomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girlbomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bombs ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that.
1: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement.
0: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
5: So last night, my mom and I... My mom, two days ago, was like... Wrote to me and my sister. Do you guys want to go see Funny Girl at the Fox? Because my it's at the Fox. It's musical, and I instantly was like, Hell yeah! And my mom's like, What? You want to go? No way! My mom like thinks I don't want to do anything, and (laughs) she doesn't understand that she's like my friend, and I like hanging out with her. She's so excited. So she bought tickets to Funny Girl. I'm guessing when she was drunk because she doesn't ever (laughs) spend any money on anything. I think she maybe had an edible or something when she bought this. Like. My mom does not spend money. She does not treat herself, but she was like, "I'm going to see Funny Girl the day after my birthday." Mm. It's her because it's her favorite movie of all time, and so we went last night. And oh my god, the girl that played Fanny Bryce is her name is Katrina McCrimmon McCrimmon, mm. and I think she's the best singer I've ever heard live in my life. I mean, wow. it was. Insane! I cannot believe this talent. I I think she's the best singer. I've I just I, I wrote to her on Instagram and I felt bad saying best singer I've ever heard live, but I just I can't confirm that I haven't heard better on audio. But I knew live this was like it was just perfect. She was so good, and I, we were sitting kind of far away because my mom bought the tickets, and so it was I couldn't see how old she was the whole movie. But the, Fanny Bryce is like a my little like, dig. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, Mom, you let me buy them next time. I like, I want to be able to see faces. But she's twenty five years old. This girl, and she fucking nails it. And we just can't even believe how good she is. My mom and I, and we're walking out, and we're like, Oh my god! Like that's one of the most talented people I've ever seen in my life. Singing, dancing, acting, just uh, funny, just, uh, just able to belt and uh, lower register, higher register. She just, it, it was so impressive. And then we were leaving and I was like, you know, I have to say like, my mom goes, how is she just on this like little regional, like it's not little. I mean, the Fox is a big place, but how is this just not the Broadway How is she not so famous? And I was like, because unfortunately there are a lot of people who can do that. And mm. I know it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people that can do it because yeah, it it is an extraordinary talent. But there are a lot of singers in the world. And based on my just um, training and stuff, like I know there's a lot of people that can sing that good. Not, I think she's exceptional even for how good she is. But it's true, like singing and dancing and there's lots of people doing it. It's very competitive. There's not as many roles. Comedy, there's, there's lots of people doing it. I really am glad I selected something that less people do.
6: And but also yeah. there's more of a, like, if, if you can sing, you can sing. It's more like there's lots of different ways to be funny. I know there's lots of different ways to sure. sing, yes. but like there's lots of different levels of talent. Yes. I, I agree. think overall,
2: though, there's just too many people pursuing art. And, you know, we, we grew up in <laughs> yeah, a society stop everyone. where everyone has like pretty much the comforts of existence. They don't have to, you know, do much um and then the boomers told all of the millennials that they could be whatever they want to be when they grow up <laughs> and so now we have just a glut of people who are pursuing TikTokers. their passions and their dreams and it's like just i just want there to be about half
5: but there are because they eventually <laughs> fall away because they're not going to ever make it and they yeah. can't sustain yeah, doing these open mics up. forever and and yeah, trying yeah. and so they fall off Either, either because they're unlucky, because they're they were born talented, or they just don't work hard enough, or whatever they, f- or they just have no luck, and they're the most talented, which doesn't really happen that mm. often. If you're talented enough, you'll find a way, I think. Um, and if you work hard enough, but it is there was a guy in the show that was so good at tap dancing, and I was like, this guy has put more hours into tap dancing than I have in sleeping. Like, he is so good at tap dancing, but what a very weird yeah, skill oh, to have. So old timey. It was so incredible to watch, but it was just like, what a funny thing to be great at. That can <laughs> that only always
2: baffles me when someone is so good at something that, like, there's maybe a grand total of a thousand fans in the world. <laughs>
6: and like 25 different steps like tap dancing doesn't have like a lot of no the, it f- does. The feet have to be on the floor a lot so you can't like <laughs> do many different <laughs> there can't be a things. Lot of jumping
4: like, in the air yeah. and breaks yeah you have I mean, to you constantly have to be,
6: be doing this it was so you have to good. Be a good
4: percussionist Yes, I mean, you absolutely. Really you playing the okay. drums with your feet. It totally
5: is that. Noah. it was <laughs> incredible. I mean, there's no question. These people are infinitely more talented than than I am in my field. I really truly believe that. Like, <laughs> I I don't have to be this good at what I do to make it, because there aren't as many yeah. of us. So it's like I I'm I'm great. I'm not gonna say that I'm not, and I work really hard. But if If comedy were as popular as singing and dancing is and people started when they're like four or five or I think this girl started when she was eight, um, it would be much more competitive and you probably wouldn't know my name. (laughs) on the set like and I had to explain that to my mom I'm like you should be oh, so glad I didn't point. choose musical theater yeah. because I even if I was amazing it would be so hard to break through because there's so many people that yes. are amazing because there is there's places to go and learn early that is you can't start stand up till you're an adult.
2: No parent, mm-hmm. like parents, are like encouraging their kids to become good singers, and there's no, there's very few parents who are encouraging their eight-year-olds to pursue stand-up comedy. And if they
5: are, they wanted to be stand-up comics, and therefore your kid does not have the same. Your kid yeah. only is going to be a stand-up comic if you neglect them in a weird, yeah. you know, very
6: Do you want specific them to, like, way. Have low self-esteem yes. and have, have depression. Yeah. <laughs> and
5: I'm going to
2: go out on a limb here and say, if you start stand-up when you're eight years old, you will never be funny.
6: No,
5: and because
2: never be funny.
5: You're doing stand up because yeah. you like jokes. Like it's rare yeah. that kids there. It's rare that you find stand ups that are like I l- always knew I was going to be stand up when I was a kid. I, I, mm. It's not rare, but I'd say it's half of us, and I think the other half are just like, oh yeah, like I I didn't. I, I, I didn't think about it till it was, like, time to do it.
6: Kids don't even understand jokes until they're, like, between six or eight because they don't understand symbolism yet. Like, <sighs> there's no way for children <sighs> to understand. And metaphor. Understand. Yeah, they, they think concretely, so they can't understand metaphor. So there's, like, no way to start early. And that's why you hear, like, kids saying jokes and they parents are laughing, like kids say the darnest things or whatever, or like TV shows. Yeah. But they're never see purposely the kids funny. Just kind of being like this and they have to be prompted and you can tell they don't really understand it. No,
5: there's nothing funnier than a kid reading his dad's jokes. Yeah. Oh, open no. That's all you get when there's kids doing comedy. It's the <laughs> least interesting thing ever. There's not, there's no funny kids except Ava Ryan, whose mom filmed her you can, Katie Ryan on uh, Instagram is the funniest child. Ava Ryan is her daughter, but Katie Ryan's the mom. And she's the funniest little girl ever. And she is trying to be funny. So there is an exception to it. And I also want to say. She has an old say, soul. For sure. She has an old
6: soul. That's it. There's no way around to that for that girl.
5: I want to say, though, I said on a previous episode that autistic people aren't funny on purpose. And I want to take that back because I've been watching more of Love on the Spectrum and they absolutely do understand jokes. And but they they love puns. Yes,
6: they love they the pun love balling.
5: puns. Like this girl in this episode was asked this guy if he wants a big kiss and he kind of like gets like freaked out. And then she pulls Hershey's out a kiss. Hershey's kiss.
7: <laughs> and they like
5: love it and it was so cute so i, w- I want to say that i i misspoke when i said that and i and i might uh, they might also understand irony and things like they're that. they're funny but I, without knowing it that's yeah true that's what more. i'm saying I'm, yeah. they don't do it on purpose unless it's a pun from what mm. i've noticed but i could be wrong <whistles> final thought the movie the 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 production funny girl i had seen the movie before because it's my mom's favorite movie but not because of that my my Actually, my therapist, my, uh, my abusive therapist, Dr. abusive, <laughs> recommended, which I want to say, by the way, I recommended um, Michelle Wolf go to my therapist, my abusive, and she went like twice and was like, no way. Like, she was so oh on. God. She like knew early on. She was like, I'm not seeing, you're still seeing her? Oh my God. I dropped her for two, two like uh, within two sessions. So I was like, God, she's so good. Michelle's, uh, Michelle knows what to do. Drop Froyo, drop Donna. But so my abusive therapist told me once during a session, she was like, have you ever seen Funny Girl? You would relate to that. You should watch that. And I was like, that's my mom's favorite movie. I should see it. So then I watched it um, because my therapist told me to. And and then I forgot about what I learned because that was over 10 years ago or about 10 years ago and then saw it last night. The whole premise of Funny Girl is that Women who aren't beautiful have to be funny and they don't deserve love or fame or success, except this one Fanny Bryce. She's not beautiful. And the whole, the whole first song is like, you're not pretty as a girl in Atlantic city. You're pretty, you're disgusting and you will never have success. So just accept that your, your life is not going to be as good as if you were pretty, which is kind of the premise of my whole special. And, um, which I, I kind of like that they were just calling this out. But then this girl is like, but I'm funny. So then she's like, but I, but I'm really talented. So she's really talented. She's a really good dancer, really good singer, but she's not pretty. And she has a flat chest. And so they're like, you're never going to make it. But it turns out her talent, um, gets her ahead. So then she gets noticed by this like really handsome guy who believes in her success. And he's just like dazzled by how talented she is. But he's like really handsome and seems to be very rich. And he, she's just like, oh my God, this guy likes me. He's so like, obviously I would never think he would even look twice at me. So then they both like each other because they both feel like they don't deserve each other. He's so enamored by how funny she is and how talented that he's like, I don't deserve her. And then and he's not that rich, it turns out. And she becomes very rich and famous. So he's just like, I don't deserve her. And she's like, I don't deserve him because he's so hot. And then um, I don't want
6: to give away the That's ending. That's all he's got? Come on. What? He's only hot, but she's famous, talented, funny. Yeah. It, he also... Oh, she thought he was rich. Okay. He, she thought he was rich. And he's just like, he
5: um, He comes from like better stock than her. So
6: he talks oh, like this.
5: And in the, in the movie, he's, <sighs> he's like uh, foreign and kind of mysterious. And he just like deals he just dresses better and he just carries himself better. And he was the first one to really believe in her. And so she also has that where she's trying to keep him around because she's like, you gave me everything and everyone in her life is going like, what does this guy even give you? And she's like, you don't understand. Like he, he, I can't sing or dance without his belief in me. And, um, and I like that the ending isn't what you think it's going to be, but I was watching it like, Oh my God, this is like, I, I love that. This is kind of, my life a little bit Like I I was talking on the girls chat About how We were I sent some video about These girls being interviewed About Do you want to be Hotter than your Do you want to be the catch Or do they Do you want them to be the catch
6: Your partner Them to be the catch
5: And most Most of the girls were like I want to be the prize I oh. want him to be Like So enamored with me I want to be The one that's the prize In the relationship And most of the girls in our girls chat agreed with those girls, mm. except I guess you—you I you would rather them be the catch, yeah. So I can look too. at a hottie, and,
6: and so because then I'll know that they must—I must be good, yeah. Anyway,
5: yeah, you must be—they like me, <laughs> yes. Like it's not just your hotness that got them, yeah. I, I don't the want idea my hotness someone to get anyone hot. which it won't. No, but I—I—I I, I do want that, but I also want people to go, "Whoa, she's with like such a hot person." She. He could get way hotter than her. She must be oh. amazing. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have it it <laughs> yes, to fish
4: That
7: happens to me all the
2: time. Every time I introduce <laughs> Allie to someone, people are like, I like you better now because <laughs> I met your wife.
6: <laughs> your wife I is like, pretty I fantastic. That too when I meet guys that their wives are amazing, then I'm like, oh, okay, then there's like kind of no way this guy's going to be annoying yes. if I don't yeah. know them. Yes, They're probably not going to mansplain to me today or anything Yes, because their wife is cool.
5: It's not even like I want the vouch. wife to be Shh. the man to be cool though. I just want him to be like physically hot. I know this is so shallow. I just want people to go, <laughs> "How did she get him?" Bag that she bag. must be so funny and cool <laughs> because I'm leaning into the thing that I do have as opposed to the thing that I feel that I don't have as much. Like I I know I'm never going to be as hot as like the hottest girl, but like I can probably be as cool as the mm-hmm, coolest girl. Like that, That's that. within reach for me, even though I also feel sometimes that that's out of reach. But I just thought that was, I can't relate at all to a woman who wants to be the one who's the prize. Mm-mm.
4: But it, it, I th- feel most women do. No, can you speak to how you feel about this? I think it's more about um, having like an insecurity that he could leave if he's hotter and he'll have more temptation out there. Mm-hmm.
7: Oh,
6: I think yeah. that's what it's about. But he chose us
4: because it's not that. That part
6: isn't as, import- isn't as important. Nothing lasts yeah. yes. as important. Taylor. As our humor and, f- and coolness. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're I... the
2: catch in a relationship, doesn't that mean that you just, that you settled?
6: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too.
5: <laughs> like,
2: oh, I guess I could have done better uh, if I'm the catch.
5: That's how I feel too. And yeah. I want, and I, and I want, I want, we all know this. I want to constantly prove that like, yeah, he could leave me, but he's going to stay with me. Like he could do better. Everyone yeah, knows it. On your he could get anyone he wants, but he's choosing this. Mm. Like that makes me feel
4: so special. And I feel, yeah, like I'm, I'm well, constantly that's what earning. Star Pearl talks mm. about like you both choose to be in the relationship. And I think that's what makes people feel special to each other. Cause yes. we both choose to be here. We're not being forced mm. Mm, yes it's not our last resort or anything. We're just choosing. we're not getting
2: on a plane, making symbols with the to the flight attendant. <laughs>
6: yeah, <laughs> right. Get me away from this hottie, please.
5: <laughs> okay, or that, ugly guy. I feel like yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this play, I gotta say, musicals. I go in and I'm like. The most of it I spend just being like, man, I wish this was my life. Like I should have done musical theater. This looks so fun. God, it would be so fun to dance and sing like that. And oh my God, I'll never be that good of a singer. God, what do I even try for? And I go through yeah. all these like
6: <laughs> making it about me and like. <laughs> You're thinking the whole time like. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah.
5: And I barely can enjoy it. And then we yeah. get to intermission. I'm like, it's not over yet. Like I have to <laughs> now right, wait right, yeah. a half hour. Yeah. And then the second half, I um, I lose all of that insecurity and I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm bored until the end. Mm. <laughs> I want it to be, and I wait for You're it to be over. I, 30 I, 30 I was days. trying to be Aren't comedic with that. are you interested in the story? <laughs> um. No, not really. I can, I don't have much of a, um, an attention span, even though this was one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen. I was like, okay, let's, I, I'm hungry. I
6: want to go home. That's how I feel everything. Mm. Even shows, if I love them, that I'm counting, like they've done 12 songs they can't possibly do like three more. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's so go through.
2: Um, I
6: only don't
5: feel that way at Taylor Swift. I want to give really a, a shout
2: out to my sister-in-law's aunt. So <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law's <laughs> aunt. Let's hear it. Hold the, on, let me do the, okay. My brother's wife's aunt. Okay. Um, she's she's Victoria <laughs> Clark and she's the star of a Broadway musical called Kimberly Akimbo. It's, it's currently in its second year on Broadway and it won um the tony award for best musical and she won the tony award for best uh performer in a musical uh this past Ooh, year whoa and, yeah and, and she's a incredible uh tony award-winning musical performer Damn. and you should go see kimberly akimba because it got extended even though it's a small musical in a smaller theater which it's rare that a small musical in a smaller theater gets extended beyond its first run because of this, the money this got extended to a second run, so you can go see it in New York on Broadway. Kimberly Akimbo.
5: I do oh. want to see more musicals. I was kidding when I said I was bored, but I, that is how I feel about anything I even love. But musicals are amazing, and <laughs> I will go see Kimberly Akimbo if I'm bored. able to. And it's I want to really be in a musical. It's Being funny. in a musical is so fun.
7: Yeah, it, it you is get
5: funny. Dressed up and move oh, and you get, and get to dance with other people. Like doing dances with people is so fun. <laughs> Learning a dance. Um and then harmonizing and yeah just like oh man it's that was the day those are the days this is a whole plays. other discussion oh and we have
2: to wrap but we should talk about just musicals and stuff in, in high school and drama and if you did any of that
5: did you do that stuff Brian?
2: I don't know. We're gonna have to wait until we'll next, out. Week. Oh, the next
5: God, episode I of the Nickelodeon podcast. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Um, come see us this weekend in Atlanta and Kansas City. I'm so excited for those shows. Uh, Friday night in Kansas. Uh, Friday night in Atlanta. Saturday in Kansas City. And then, um, yeah, And then I'm at the Fox Theater where I saw Funny Girl on April 27th. So if you're in the St. Louis area, please come to that okay. show. I want to sell it out. I cannot wait. Um, thank you for listening, dopeka and Kimberly Jimbo. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like that.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.